Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you on this morning. Hello, hello. Morning, Kevin. Yes, morning, James. Ashley. Morning, morning. Uh, Kevin. Good morning to you. Cameron. Uh, all right, straight into it. Question this morning. Might have some time to talk about that, Kevin. Maybe I'll put that on the agenda for a, another one. Good morning. We've got a few people here. Margaret, uh, Kelly, Alison, Sharon, Rose. We're here. There we go. David. <laughs> got a few of you in the house. Good to see you, folks. Welcome along. Good to have you in the house. Nice to hang out with you. Uh, on this bit of a chilly morn and uh, do another Wealth Coffee Chat team. Good to see you. I'll do the quick intros just for a moment or two while things warm up. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. But if you're new, if you're new around here, then welcome along. This is where we hang out in the mornings, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on out there in the market and uh, talk about the idea of sorting out fear from fact. And one of the things that's going around at the moment uh, is uh, some fear-mongering, that's for sure. We shall see what goes on, but uh, uh, we might dive into that in a minute when it comes to the world of rents. Good to see a few of you uh, on as well. Sonia, uh, Luke, Adrian, a few in the house. Hey, listen, uh, if you're a property investor, you've probably been uh, paying attention to some of this stuff uh, about the idea of uh, that's floating around that uh, is about the rent freezes, rent freeze. And um, it's been an idea drummed up by the Greens uh, that they've been uh, peddling for quite a while. Actually, they've been peddling it for uh, yonks. Greens renew their push to, for a rent freeze. Now, you know, I. I think all politicians are mostly useless, folks. And uh, But this is what happens when you vote for minority parties that are crazy. Because that's, what happens is the government gets held to ransom uh, to push through stupid things that are economically not viable or not that bloody good for anybody other than their political agenda. They're doing this so they can get votes because there's a few displaced people who will vote for these lunatics if they freeze the rents. All right? Doesn't help the supply chain anyway. Oh, I just wanted to. I don't want to get distracted this morning. But anyway, this is what happens uh, when minority parties get a bit of power because they got voted into a seat or two and they hold the bloody country ransom. They're little terrorists. They're little political terrorists, little twits. Anyway, let's move on. Jason, owners slam reckless. Andrew's for rent cap plan. It's not Andrew's rent cap plan, by the way, folks, but although he is a muppet uh, and a bit of a fool. Don't know who voted for him, to be honest. Anyway, um, this this little agenda's been, the drum's been beaten for a while when it comes to the world of rents. And uh, it's been happening since, I think, uh, the late 21. Uh, 
or late 22. I can't remember the first article, but I've got it floating around where you've got the Greens standing around talking about freezing rents. Um, and will it happen? I don't know. I would have said no, absolutely not anywhere else in the country, but Andrews is a bit of a loose cannon, a bit of a maniac. He's doing some crazy shit. Um, but uh, let's hope that there is uh, a little bit of sanity somewhere when it comes to this rent freeze stuff. Sam's going to do something on this rent freeze malarkey at our next mentoring. Uh, folks, make sure you come along to that one. But listen, thought we might talk about the rents today in uh, reality and what is going on and a few things where it comes to uh, a bit of the data, a few of the stats, and maybe what we can have a little look at when it comes to our rents as we go. Now, Every country around the Australia has, uh, uh, I wouldn't say changed, but come in line with uh, when you can put your rents up, right? So let's talk about some of the facts that are, that are going on and uh, make sure we don't get uh, maybe too worried about this stuff when it comes to rent freezes or these mad politicians going on and doing stuff that really is not going to help uh, the market, let's face it. All right, so uh, every around the country, you at the moment, every state, you can increase your rents every 12 months, right? So there's there's the ability to increase your rent every 12 months, depending on how you rent the property, depending on, um, you know, you might might have it as a, as a short-term let or a... Um, uh, a furnished letter, whatever. Um, there's no uh, limit at this moment. There's no limit to how much you can put the rent up, by the way, folks, how much you can put the rent up, okay? Um, so that's that's good. One of the things, and I'll talk, we'll talk about this, so stick around for a second. I'm going to show you some statistics. Well, I think maybe this uh, rent cap plan uh, is a bit of a political beat-up, but for some of the landlords, some of us, some of you maybe, who haven't taken our, uh, our advice, who haven't, um, who haven't been following our Wealth Coffee Chats or got mentoring, uh, and we've said put your rents up for the last three years. Put them up, folks. Put them up. Put them all the way up there um, as high as you can go because stuff like this happens. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. So you can put your rents up. At this moment, every 12 months, uh, you can. Uh, there's no limit at this moment in time, uh, and there's um, there's no restriction on. There's no sort of cost, let's say, on short letting. Uh, in from a, from a government from an overall government point of view, there's some local council staff and and whatever. So, you know, they, it's a bit free right now. What they're proposing. Or the thought is that they might uh, do some things. Let's go back to the article and have a little 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 read. Just have a look at some of these these facts here. Uh, the plan's also in, expected to include a tax on hotel stays. Uh, I think that would be silly, you know, for tourism. But anyway, uh, short-term rentals, uh, including Airbnbs, floated up to $5 per booking. Not the end of the world, is it? Who's going to pay? Tell me, folks. Who gets to pay for this? Right, who gets to pay for this stuff in the end? Right, 
Where does that cost go? Who gets to pay for these stupid ideas when it comes to these governments? I don't know. Seriously, does any of them have any economic or fiscal co- concept, right? The end user, mate, uh, it, well, Sonia, the end user certainly does, right? If, you, if you're running an Airbnb, um, yep, Dan's short of money, so he's fleecing everyone. This is a tax, folks. This is a tax on you and I, all right? Mark my words. The hotels aren't going to be limited for how much they can charge, so what are they going to do? They're going to put their letting fee up, $10, $15 to cover it, right? Uh, you know, if you're airbnb your property and you've got an extra 5 bucks you need to pay for the government, what do you do? Who gets to pay for that? The end user. Who's the end user? You, right? This is... This is a tax in another form, right? Um, and it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous, right? The uh, the government and they reckon, all right. Well, you know, it's expected to raise millions of dollars for for the government. Like, <laughs> like, so they're they're really clear, right? It's like it's got nothing to do with anything, nothing to do with. Oh, you know, we need to help young people out because they can't afford the rent. We need to help people out because, um, you know, they, they can't get on the property ladder. No, we just need to raise some money because we fucked it up uh, and uh, the taxes are too high or the, the debt's too high, so we need to gouge you for some more money. Here's a few easy, low-hanging fruit ideas, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway, ludicrous, isn't it? Ludicrous. There you go. But anyway, listen. At the moment, here's the facts. Don't get carried away. If you haven't put your rents up lately and at any point in time in the next little bit, you've got a chance to, folks, put your rents up. Put your rents up, all right? Um, yeah, exactly. Don't give them – don't pay them Don't pay them on tenure. Pay them on performance. That's what I say, Alison. The rest of us have to be paid on performance. If we don't do our jobs properly, you know, we lose them. Yeah, anyway. So – Let's have a look at what's going on in the market because most of you, if you haven't already, uh, should be, yeah, I mean, exactly, Marcus, the windfall tax. There's some, yeah, <laughs> don't get me just started. Anyway, uh, okay, and the question is, is it worth it? Yes, it is. It is worth it. Like, let's be real. Let's be factual here. It is worth it for all of us as investors. We can navigate this. We always have. We always will. And medium to long term, all of this stuff, just it plays out in the wash, folks. It plays out in the wash. It's annoying. It's, you know, at the end of the day, most of this short-term manoeuvring um, just gets passed on to the end user. Anyway, what will happen if they do freeze the rent for, let's say, a year or two years? Then, you know, what will happen? As soon as it's unfreezed, folks, it'll bounce up because, you know, the market always returns to a – uh, a median, a norm. And uh, anyway, that's where we're at. Let's check what's going on in the rental market, though, for you and I as property investors and make sure we don't miss out. If you're in that zone, let's get out there and have a look at what's been happening in the last little bit. So let's look at the change of rents. Um, uh, Core Logic just released their, their latest 30th of June. So just the most recent one, the change in rents. Uh, for most uh, most capital cities, or the combined capital cities, up uh, 11% over the country. And um, you can see, uh, compared to the regionals, 
what's happening? The the cities are now getting much bigger rental growth across the country. Uh, one small adjustment, not the end of the world. And remember, this is the, the median national rents. Uh, Canberra flattening out a little bit. Um, but for most, for the most part, most of the cities up um, a reasonable percentage. And look at the big cities up. You got you got the big four: uh, Perth, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, all up strongly uh, in rents. Now, I'm going to talk about something in a minute. Well, I don't think it's going to matter too much for those of us who are you know on this ahead of the game. Okay, um, when it comes to this rent freeze malarkey bullshit, even if it does happen. And it's a long way from happening just yet, folks, just so we're really clear. All right, gross yields um, across the country. Now, it's interesting um, to see a few of these things all happening, but the gross yields are going up. 12 months ago, the gross yields, some of the gross yields were down low. And why was that? What happens when we see these gross yields be quite low, folks? is because it's not necessarily the rents are low, but at the at that point they were, but we had some capital growth. When you get growth, the rent, if it stays flat, the percentage as a ratio of the value versus the rent, um, the percentage goes down, right? So it looks like it's a low gross yield, and it doesn't mean that uh, it's uh, it's badly rented. Often it's, it means the capital growth took off, okay? So the ratio, um, it's yield compression. But if you have a look across the country, the gross yield uh, in most of the cities uh, has had an increase, you know, um, a small or a large increase as we go around. So there's health out there. There's health in the world of rent rises or rental pressure for all of us. If we're looking at the rental market, you know, it's still looking quite good. Let's look at the vacancy rates, you know, from 12 months ago um, and to now. So Sydney, vacancy rate down. Have a look at Melbourne. We talked about this for ages, folks. We talked about it for ages. Melbourne had a high vacancy rate. You know, right now it's one of the lowest uh, in the country, certainly the lowest of the um, of the three eastern states or the three big cities on the eastern states, right? So um, Sydney's down anyway. Melbourne is down. Um, oh, Brizzy's kind of slightly up, and um, it's certainly the lowest, the lowest vacancy rate uh, on the east coast. But you have a look at Adelaide and Perth; they've got some uh, pretty good stuff there. You can see now. I, I, I want you guys to sort of have a look at some of these things. It's interesting, Hobart, um, and you've got sort of Canberra and so on, right? Some of these vacancy rates are um, up a little. Now, 2.2% is not a big deal, right? Not a big deal. And nor is 2.7 um, because what's the – tell me in the chat, folks. What's the uh, – what, what's a balanced market? A market which is kind of like, you know, one to two weeks, one to two weeks turnover in one to two weeks turnover in a uh, property for rent. What's a balanced market as a percentage? Because we've got to remember what's normal in, in property markets, folks. So, yep, 3% is balanced. So anything under 3% is undersupplied. Anything around that sort of 3 to 4% is neutral. 
And then anything sort of over 4% is sort of oversupplied when it comes to a market, right? So, you know, most of the marketplace is still under 3%, really, and it's undersupplied. It's undersupplied, folks, undersupplied, okay? So that's where we're at. Still undersupplied, still perfectly fine. Let's have a look at the rental market. Oh, it's interesting. There's some pretty expensive uh, houses out there, you know, but uh, I won't dive into that one today. So what what to do about this conversation? The market is still undersupplied. Uh, there's proposals on rent caps, you know. Um, will that have a material effect? Will that have a major material effect on the market? It probably will if they do something like that. Um, I wouldn't call it major, but it'll slow things down. What do we think the future holds, team? Um, so let's be realistic about where we are, right? What do we think the future holds right now as investors? Um, what do we think the future holds right now as investors, folks, when it comes to, um, let's say, the next three to four years, okay, uh, in the property market? So tell me in the chat, what do, what do we think the, the future holds? Um, because I think, we need to put this in perspective is what I want to do just to sort of close out today's conversation um, when it comes to the world of property and maybe rents, okay? So number one, we're going to be undersupplied for properties. Undersupplied for property. Yep, exactly, Brian. Yep, uh, undersupplied for properties for the foreseeable future, all right? Now, not only, yeah, good, Brian, not only will that, you know, put some pressure on rents, but arguably it will put um, more pressure on capital growth, okay? So it's undersupplied, which will give us uh, growth, all right? And already the banks and the systems, uh, banks and the, um, the institutions are already saying, hey, we're seeing future growth, let's have a look. 100% um, rents, will be in demand. Um, now, um, so the rents certainly will push up. Yep, Tim, rents uh, rents driving up for sure. So number two, we think the rents will push up, all right? Rents up. Okay, a few things that we need to maybe have a look at and go, well, you know, if they do lock in, let's say, a rent freeze for a period of time, still not decided still hasn't got up yet folks but it's it's the talk of the town let's say they do um lock in a rent freeze um what else is going to maybe give us a little bit of respite okay i think at this moment interest rates are going to go down um and i think we're going to see them down by sort of late 24 right late 24 so if you want to do the math, get the calculator out, folks, have a look at the calculator, what's going to give us the most impact when it comes to when it comes to this stuff. Now, if your rents, if you could put your rent up 50 bucks, $50, um, or you could save uh, or your interest rate would go down half a percent. Let's say, let's say your interest rate went down half a percent. Which one are you going to be? Um, which one's going to be going to put more dollars in your pocket? All right. So this is the question, and it's a good practical question because it's compared to what you know the future. It would be great if you could do both, right? You're going to get both. But if 
your interest rate dropped half a percent or a full percent, uh, you're going to be way better off with your interest rate dropping from a cash flow point of view uh, than, you know, the rent increase anyway. And how much can we put those rents up in the future? Well, this is the interesting thing right now and and um, this is what I wanted to sort of talk about with everyone, right? The, um, uh, the average capital city rent, you can see here, you can see for the last few months, folks, for the last few months, those rental increases, those rental increases, uh, the rental growth, which sort of came from back here, you know, uh, all the way back in, um, you know, 2020 and whatever, or 2021, has started, started to flatten out, started to flatten out, folks, all right? So arguably, and let's kind of, and this is kind of like a, I'm not arguing for this uh, stupid idea of rent freezes. I'm not arguing for it in any way, shape, or form. But arguably, anyway, I don't know, <laughs> arguably, um, if something was to occur like that, folks, then it's, um, it's impact for those who are ready, you and me, we're ready, uh, is not necessarily as bad as it might seem. Anyway, the point is get ready. Just in case, put your rents up now. Rationalize that if your interest rates go down, and they will over the next year or two, uh, that's going to uh, that's going to uh, benefit you, and uh, make sure you maximise your depreciation and all those other things. Anyway, anyway, I think it was a bit of a ramble this morning, wasn't it? Um, but you know, a little bit uh, distracted when it comes to these bloody idiots trying to do these things. Um, you know. As we go, so is it a big deal? Yes, it is. Uh, will it affect us? Like in reality, probably if it happens, you know, fifty-fifty, uh, only in one state. And would 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 you not invest there? The answer is no. I would always invest across these big cities, um, irrelevant of the short-term issues. So there you go. Anyway, wealth coffee chat done and dusted. I try to put a bow on it, but. Um, that's it. It was more a conversation um, rather than um, anything else. There you go. All right, folks. Well, that's it. I'll leave you be. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining this morning. And uh, Cameron, Cameron shouted out and said, hey, hey, can I use equity to buy another investment property? The answer is yes, Cameron. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll maybe do a little bit of a, uh, uh, a wealth coffee chat on that one. One morning, thanks for that question and suggestion. Don't have time today. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted, folks. Remember, we do this each morning. But tomorrow, actually, I'm not doing it tomorrow. I'm having Friday off, folks. So um, I'm not going to be on tomorrow, all right? Uh, taking the lovely lady away for a, a a weekend, and we're getting early mark on a Friday. So we're going to get away early on Friday. So, all right, I'm having Friday off. Uh, you guys be good, be well. Uh, join me next week. We'll start next week, Monday next week. We'll get into it. Until then, folks, you guys take care. Great to hang out with you. Bye for now. See you, folks. 